0: Hey guys! So look, a quick disclaimer before we get into my list. Y'all know I wear many hats. This podcast thing, I'm very new to. So unfortunately, when I recorded this particular episode, my producer wasn't with me. And this is why you always need a producer. So the audio isn't the greatest, but in an effort to get y'all this episode, since y'all been harassing me for so many years we're going to roll with the punches. I mean, she is the only reality star that is at the African-American Museum of Television, right next to a picture of Claire Huxtable. Bitch, you better work. Stay tuned. We'll be right back to conclude my greatest housewives of all time list, right after these quick ads. Welcome to Reality with the King. It's me, Carlos King, the king of reality TV and one of the most sought-after executive producers in reality television with over 10 years of production experience. I've executive produced top-rated programs such as eight seasons of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Additionally, I have created shows such as Netflix's styling Hollywood, owns number one rated Love and Marriage franchise, and TV One's Hollywood Divas, just to name a few. Twice a week on Reality with the King, we'll sit down with my friends across the entertainment industry, recap our favorite reality shows, and revisit unforgettable moments that we are still talking and tweeting about. Last episode, I blew up y'all's timeline when I dropped my greatest housewives of all time lists, numbers 10 through 6. Your reactions were hilarious. At two Exquisite on Twitter tweeted at the Carlos King understore and give a goddamn yes about no one's opinion when he made his list of top housewives. I love it. Well, girl, I do too, honey. Listen, I said what I said. As a reminder, here's a quick recap of The Greatest Housewives of All Time, numbers 10 through 6. Number 10, we had Danielle Staub from The Real Housewives of New Jersey. Number 9 is Giselle Bryant of The Real Housewives of Potomac. Number 8 is Ramona Singer of The Real Housewives of New York City. And number 7 is Kim zolciak beerman from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And number 6 is Sheree Whitfield, Also from the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Yes! So in this episode, I conclude my greatest housewives of all time list, numbers five through one. Now look, remember, this is my list. Based on my professional experience and expertise as a reality TV producer and executive who has produced over a thousand episodes of reality television. My opinion is not based on who I know and love personally or who I may not know or like personally because there are some on this list that I don't like. (laughs) Let's be clear. But I've got to give them their proper props on what they bring to their franchise. So remember, keep that in mind as we conclude The Greatest Housewives Of all-time list, numbers five through one. Coming in at number five, Vicky Govelson of The Real Housewives of Orange County. You got to give Vicky her props. There wouldn't be a Real Housewives franchise if it wasn't for The Real Housewives of Orange County. And there wouldn't be, what, 15, 16 seasons of The Real Housewives of Orange County? if it wasn't for Vicky Govelson. She's the OG of the OC, and you must give Vicky her props. To be a great housewife, you have to have this delusion of grandeur. You you have to have a level of pomp and circumstance and really thinking like, I'm that girl. Vicky has high confidence because she felt like, this is my show. I'm confused why you guys aren't saying it is because I started it. And not only that, she gave you so many great moments. I mean, I think this was season one or two when she surprised her son in college and stormed in his dorm room. I mean, what mother does that? And to be able to capture that on camera and for her to do that, again, without a blueprint, is legendary in itself. In addition to that, she truly set the gold standard of what a housewife is. She's funny. She's rich and she can go toe-to-toe with the girls, right? Like she, she doesn't mind getting her, her hands messy in the pot of drama that brews when you're shooting a housewife show. Vicky Gulveson never shied away from talking about the Brooks Cancer saga. Let me tell y'all something. I have worked with many reality stars. I don't think any other reality star will continue filming when they are exposed for, allegedly, conspiring with the story of Brooks having cancer. And although Vicky said she was innocent, she still allowed herself to film. She still allowed Brooks and her to film together. She allowed herself to talk about it amongst these other women on the show. I know plenty of reality stars, being one of them where they refuse to talk about certain stuff, where in, in their eyes, certain things are off limits. And listen, who am I to judge you? I, I get it. I understand it. No tea, no shade. However, .org, Vicki Govinson allowed all of that to be shown and showed up to the reunion to talk about it. And a lot of people said she was living the real-life Dirty John story. That's iconic. Vicki Govinson doesn't have to go on another Mexico trip, take a shot, break her ankle. Like, she is a legend because she started reality TV at a time where the assignment was to be real. And the reason why Vicky is the OG of the OC is because she was able to do all of that without watching anyone else do it. She did it at a time reality TV was all about authenticity. Looking at The Real Housewives of Orange County now, the show just isn't the same without her, and you gotta admit that. Love her or hate her, annoying or not, Vicky Govelson is the face of that franchise, and she is somebody who is definitely a missing element in that show of what it is today. Coming in hot at number four on my list of the greatest housewives of all time is Kenya Moore. Ooh, I'm gonna get so much shade for saying this, but your boy gotta be honest. Kenya Moore single-handedly changed the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Prior to the show even airing, I've heard nothing but good things about Kenya Moore, about how this Detroit legend was serving the girls and twirling all around them on season five of the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She came into the scene and showed everybody what a whimsical um, housewife looks like. Because prior to that, you were seamlessly like married and you know professional. You could read a girl, but you had this elegance about you, or, or you tried to front pr- like you did. You know what I'm saying? But Kenya came in and was like guns blazing. And that's what I mean when I say she changed the the direction of the show. It's because she was just a force to be reckoned with. And Portia came in too, and Portia was fantastic as well. But obviously Kenya was the standout because she is a wordsmith. Kenya can read a bitch like no other, regardless if the other cast members on Atlanta like Kenya or not. Kenya keeps the story driving forward. She is the reason for the season. She's able to make sure scenes happen. She is a producer in that sense. I mean, the girl produced a lot of stuff prior to being a reality TV, honey. Yes, actress, producer. Kenya Morris, the Issa Rae of reality TV, honey. She knows. She had a career, honey, before I land a housewife, child. She was the Issa Rae of Hollywood, honey. Anyways, y'all gonna read me for that? I love it. She just gets it. She understands her role on the show. She is the villain of villains. She's polarizing. She is funny. And that's the thing about Kenya, she's funny. And going back to Ultimate Girls Trip, it was nice to see Kenya in that light because she was so funny and likable. And that's the Kenya Moore that I know on a personal level. I love Kenya Moore. She is a great housewife. Uh, She's a great human being. The one thing I wish people knew about Kenya was in real life, she is a sweetheart. She is the only housewife that has never yelled at me. (laughs) I've been cussed out by the best of the best. Kenya Moore, even when Kenya is bad at me, the one thing she'll say to me is, okay, boss, okay. And I'll be like, oh my God, I, Kenya's mad at me, oh Lord. Like, like I don't like it when they're mad at me because I'm like their big brother and I love them so much. But she's a a joy to work with. Production, you know, we, we love working with Kenya because Kenya Kenya keeps things alive and seen. Kenya keeps the party going. And I know you guys may be thinking like, well, is she being real or is she like self-producing herself? And it's not even that. I think what you guys have to understand is if you're cast to be on reality TV, you're there for a reason and you're there to be your authentic self. And Kenya authentically is funny and she's authentically shady and she's authentically a reader, like she reads. So that is who she is. And she has great comebacks. She has great reads for the girls. She stands up for herself. I don't know a better woman that can stand up for herself at all these reunions. And I really do feel like people don't have her back. And I'll go record saying that. Kenya fights her own battles. She doesn't rely on anybody. Even if these girls say behind the scenes, like, yeah, Kenya, you you low-key was right. And she'd be like, well, bitch, why you didn't have my back in sync? A lot of these girls, and I'm going to say it, A lot of these girls feel like, well, if I side with Kenya, social media people are going to be mad at me. Like, it's crazy. And that's the reason why I enjoyed Kenya on Ultimate Girls Group, because she was able to really be who she was without other girls kind of like, well, if I hang out with Kenya too much, you know, will people read me on Twitter? I can't defend Kenya too much because I don't know. It's tricky. No one had that on Ultimate Girl's Trip, and she was vulnerable about what was going on with her and Mark, um, you know, her 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 now ex-husband, um, how she was leaving her daughter Brooklyn at home to go on a girl's trip. You saw how her and Melissa had a good rapport. You saw how Teresa said, like, thank you for defending me. No one defends me on my show. And that's how I feel about Kenyon Moore. I feel like All the years Kenya has been on the show, no one has defended her. And she is a boss because she still reports to work, does her job, and makes us laugh and twirl all the way home in an applause of thank you, thank you, thank you. Kenya Legend Moore, number four, on my list of the top 10 greatest housewives of all time. Okay, now you know I'm not done yet, but we have to take a break for some ads. Stay tuned for my number three top housewife. Can you guess who it is? I'll give you a hint. She's cuckoo for Cocoa Pots. This is Reality with the King. I'm Carlos King. Let's get back to my Greatest Housewives of All Time list. Coming in at number three is Bethany Frankel of The Real Housewives of New York City. In the words of Beyonce, you know you are that bitch when you cause all this conversation. And that is Bethany Frankel. Let's cut to the chase, y'all. Real Housewives of New York City will never be the same without Bethany Frankel. Without Bethany Frankel, the show isn't watchable. It is what it is. And that's why she's number three on the list because when Bethany Frankel is on the Real Housewives of New York City, she brings something so unique to that particular franchise. Every housewife show and every reality show needs a queen bee. And when I say a queen bee, what I mean by that is, it's the person that is able to poke around um, everybody in the show, who's able to get along with all the cast members in a very unique way, and their energy forces them to be the leader. Bethany leads the conversation. Bethany leads into the movement of what we're going to talk about. Bethany leads everything that happens with that show. Those women do not know what to do without having a leader. And Bethany is the leader of the Real Housewives of New York City. And that's why every single time she left, the show hasn't been great. And as much as Ramona is great, Ramona needs Bethany. It's sort of like Karen on Potomac. And I love Karen and I stand Karen and me and Karen are Twitter and social media friends because I love her. She's the grand and She's everything. Karen will also agree with me that she needs Giselle. Giselle will also agree with me that she needs Karen. And, and what I what I want to do is y'all got to stop thinking that's an insult. It's sort of like being on a basketball team. You need your starting five in order to win the game. Ramona needs Bethany in order for Ramona to be great. And she knows that. And it pains her to know that every time Bethany leaves, the ratings decrease. Because no woman should have that much power. And I get that. Unfortunately, Bethany does. She is funny. She can dress her ass off. No one played the game better than Bethany Frankel in terms of using the platform of of reality television to your benefit. She did it in a way where she was able to make multi-millions off of that show. Let's let's go back to a few scenes when Bethany was meeting with Luann. Bethany pulled up to meet with Luann in a vehicle that had the skinny girl branding all over it. And even Luann in scene said, oh, wow, I mean, (laughs) talk about promotion. And Bethany said, I mean, you promote Gucci, you promote, you know, Mercedes-Benz. I can't promote my own brand. And it was in that very moment, guys, I said, oh, she's on another level. She used reality television the best way possible. She used it in a way that made sense in terms of like, if I got all these eyeballs on me, I better do something with it. Bethany became a multimillionaire cover for a Shark Tank um, correspondent or guest co-host because of how she used the platform of that franchise. Because of Bethany, they have a thing in this business called a Bethany clause. Now, you know you are that bitch when you have a clause named after you work. A Bethany clause is when the networks get a, a piece of your profits, honey, when you're using the shell child to make a coin. So that's legendary in itself. She is the queen bee, she's the comedian, she can be the villain, and the peacemaker all at once. Bethany Frankel is truly the greatest housewife New York City has ever seen. And in my most humble opinion, I think Bethany Frankel is the only person who can save that show. Number two, come in strong. Of the greatest housewife of all time is none other than Teresa Judice. Teresa Judice is someone I've had the esteemed pleasure of working with the first two seasons of the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Teresa, she was the underdog. We were so focused on Danielle and Dina and and Caroline and Jacqueline, like we were focused on like that Manzo family drama and obviously Danielle being like the villain of all villains on the show, that we really saw Teresa's like, oh, she's cute. But we never paid attention to Teresa until the season finale at the dinner at that Italian restaurant. And when Teresa Judice questioned Danielle's style and said something about her being unclear or I'm trying to understand and... (laughs) And Yale told Teresa, Toothy, I was engaged. Uh, Name change. Pay attention, please. You want to talk about Ramona's crazy eyes. Teresa's eyes went very Ramona crazy when she was told to pay attention, please. You know how I said to you in the last episode, Tyrone gagged and Sheree said, going to check me, boo? Teresa eyeballs gagged when she was told Pay attention, please. And she told Danielle, I am paying attention. I am paying attention. You said you engaged 19 fucking times, you stupid fucking bitch. Flip the table. Let me tell y'all something. Your boy Carlos King was there. When Teresa flipped that table, not only did the cast run, child, some of the producers ran too. <laughs> You guys got to understand, this happened back in 2008. I, have, I worked on Atlanta Housewives, Child, right? I haven't seen a table flip. So to see this table flip happen and that Teresa was doing it? We're like, Teresa? Not sweet Teresa. That moment solidified Teresa as an icon. And I remember after the scene, she called me and she said, so what do you think? And I said, oh, let me tell you something, baby. You will go down in history as an icon because that table flip would be the most iconic moment in reality TV history. And Teresa goes, you think so? You think so? I mean, really? I said, bitch, absolutely. It will be. And I remember saying this to Teresa back in 2008 after she flipped the table. I said, buckle up. You're about to be a star. You know you are that girl when they stop production because your ass went to jail. They said, look, child, we know we can't film with just Melissa, Jack. and Like, I forgot who's on the show. Like, they were like, girl, we clearly can't film with the other girls without you. We get it. We're going to put a pause on Jersey, child, until Teresa gets out of jail, honey, because we need her. And that's what happened. That's what happened. Even today, Teresa is still very entertaining to watch. And I'm going to say this, and I know a lot of people are going to be mad at me, but I got to keep it real with y'all. Teresa is the only housewife, in my opinion, that deserves a spinoff. This is the crazy thing about Teresa. She has so much more to give, in my opinion. I think Teresa will go down as the most entertaining, interesting housewife in terms of having a, a, a long position on that franchise. And, and I just think the sky is the limit for Teresa. She is the best of the best. And the fact that no matter how many people come for her, Teresa is never scared to stand up for herself. She battled so many people at reunions. I know it must hurt their soul that no one can take down Teresa. As hard as they try, and boy do they, she survives. Teresa is a survivor. That's why she is number two on my list of the greatest housewives of all time. The conclusion of my list, it brings me so much excitement to say who I consider number one on my list of the greatest housewife of all time. This should not come. As a surprise, it is the one and only Nene Leakes. This is no surprise. And if you are surprised, then you are not a Real Housewife fan. Nene Leakes is the greatest housewife of all time. Period. Point blank. Nene Leakes is the face of Real Housewives to me and to others. NeNe Leaks is so fun to work with. And, I mean, this woman is responsible for so many iconic moments in the history of the franchise. Like I said, from Eyes Popping, Lips Busting, season one, to Your Gates Don't Work, I should raise, then, you know, house, uh, going toe-to-toe with Kim Zosiac, saying, girl, I would smash a wig off your head. Close your legs to marry men with, <laughs> Like, she just has so many quips about her. She is a meme queen. I mean, you can literally have a text conversation with your friend and use NeNe's GIFs, and, 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 and people will understand what you mean. She, as a Black woman, transcended not only from that show, but to do other things, from hosting on the red carpet to doing scripted shows with Ryan Murphy I mean, she is the only reality star that is at the African-American Museum of Television, right next to a picture of Claire Huxtable. Bitch, you better work. She's a legend. She's an icon. And she will always be the moment. Mimi Leakes does not have to do anything for the rest of her life. And she would still be that girl. Because what she brought to the franchise is... Fun, over-the-top personality. So many people are trying to copy her and they all have failed miserably. She is the DNA of Atlanta. She is the DNA of the franchise. She is so beloved in all communities from black, white, gay communities. We love her. She, her legacy will always be a woman No matter if she meant it as a joke or not, you laughed at everything she said. I said what I said. Now, what you want to do? Okay? because it ain't changing over here. Period. Okay. next. Like she single handedly changed the culture of housewives and she changed the game for black women in reality TV. Period. I cannot tell you because me and Nene are very close and. I remember when all the other reality shows starring Black women ensembles were happening because of the huge success of Atlanta Housewives, some of y'all favorite Black female reality stars would call NeNe and ask for advice. She would say to me, like, oh my gosh, Carlos, I meet all these Black female reality stars and they stare at me and they ask me all these questions. And I remember saying to her, NeNe, it's because you are doing something with your platform that they have never seen before. You know, as a black woman, for you to be able to have all of these endorsement deals and all this, this love from other networks and, and, and scripted roles and America loves you. You know what I mean? Like, that's a big deal for a black woman to have reality television. So, of course, they want your advice. Like, child, you that girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, of course they do. But she's a legend. The moment I knew that Nene Leakes was going to be a star, I would never forget this moment. Ever, 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 ever. So, again, I'm always going to talk about this moment because this is when reality TV was like truly, 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 truly real. And there was no blueprint. It's when she was not allowed at Sheree's house and she cussed out the gate, the security guards, the caterer, everybody. And she did it in a way where as mad as she was, I laughed the whole time because I just saw it to be funny. I thought she was hilarious without even trying to be. And I called my friend and I said, this is about to be the greatest reality show in history. we are only been shooting for five days. And the shit that I've been seeing so far is hilarious. And she is hilarious. And I remember saying to her season one, uh, when we rapped. Similar to Teresa, right? But I worked with Atlanta three months before Jersey. So I said this to Nini first. I said, when this airs, you're going to be the biggest reality star in the world. Like number one. And she said, shut up, bitch. No, I'm not. You think so? I said, girl, I'm telling you, you are. And I, I, I haven't been wrong. I haven't been. And she she always will be. We're talking about the greatest season of Atlanta ever, which is season six. And pillow talk fight, right? How she pranced up and down that hotel suite in her pink frock. And she slammed the door on Kenya and said, no, Kenya goes, you look fabulous, Nene. you don't. Oh honey, I always look fabulous. You think you look fabulous, but you really don't. Okay, like that alone is hilarious, and how she's able to make any intense situation funny, like that to me is the equivalent of an icon, and that's who Nene Leakes is. So that, my loves, is my list of the greatest housewives of all time. Numbers five through one. Yes, y'all finally got the list y'all been waiting for. So look, I want to hear your thoughts, your opinions, and your reads, child. Leave me a voicemail at 310-893-8188 or tweet me your hot takes about this episode using the hashtag reality with the king. Thank you for listening to Reality with the King. New episodes drop every Wednesday and Friday. Share, comment, follow, and subscribe to Reality with the King wherever you get your podcast. Visit realitywiththeking.com and be sure to follow me at TheCarlosKing underscore on Instagram and Twitter. Reality with the King is a production of More Sauce by Stitcher. It is executive produced by me, Carlos King, and Jasmine Henley-Brown. We are also produced by Sierra Spradley-Ricks. Engineering and music by Marcus Hamm. More sauce.